dad. I'm sitting at this to Denny's with a waffle the size of my face. I'm next to the Elite Four, the Cuddle Bunch, and an endless supply of coffee. So I think I'm doing better now. It's honestly hard to tell. We got hit with the realization that some of our Pokemon have become vapor variants. The gas they were exposed to changed their typing, but I don't think it's as bad as Shadow Pokemon. It's just uh, different. I don't know what Team Smoke is up to, but hopefully we'll find out some answers in their secret lab. Oh, and one last thing. Luca got sucked into a nightmare hole while he was chasing Tyler, but on the whole, I feel like we're on the up and up. Hello, friends. We are back. Pearl it back. Bring it back that theme song. Oh my gosh, she's back again. Doom, 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 boom. Shadow Pokemon got nothing on them. That's all I got. Okay, great. I didn't know if you. I didn't know if you had a further. Man, remember that opening though, guys? That was great. TV to that opening. Yeah, yeah, hoping this opening isn't disappointing too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pearl, where we laughed, where, where we Don't laughed. Don't cut that. That was good. Oh, that the was laughs really good. that we had. That was honest and real. <laughs> where we laughed last time. I, <laughs> that was great. That was bodes, good. This all bodes really well. Yeah. Uh, where we left off last time, you all had just gone uh, to the Denny's and had a whole big debrief with all of the NPCs that uh, we could possibly smash in there. Uh, you and Luca, along with Lewis and Detective Reynolds and Marlin and Persica and Khan and Lewis and Sully. And I think Janice showed up at some point and uh, just there was a whole lot uh, that you all discussed and learned. Some big bombs were dropped, information bombs. And now you all are still technically at the Denny's, but you have whatever trajectory you choose before you. There's obviously the members of the Elite Four that are still here. If you want to address anything with them, you, along with Professor Nichols and Reynolds and probably Lewis, can go and check out the lab uh, more in depth below the Kanoko Tower. What would you like to do? I'm already at the lab door. Wow, these guys are really slow. <laughs> Great, you have already made your way to the lab. Wow, wow, the Dennis is not so well with you guys. It's definitely making you sluggish. <laughs> well, I, I might have eaten uh, a few too many pancakes. Okay. <laughs> she crosses police tape. <laughs> Janice is just standing there next to the police tape. There's a couple of like officers who are like, hey, hey, uh, and they're just like, no, let her go. Oh, wait, wait, do you want an autograph or anything? Hi. <laughs> They look very confused Did you see at me that. On TV? <laughs> uh, Sealy, Sealy, it's, it's their time. It's better than what we're waiting for. And she would like to sign like their arms. <laughs> Police officers. Yeah, arms? they were asking for autographs. They saw her on TV. Yes, yes, yes. I did help a lot of pokies tonight and people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, no questions. Just roll, you know, roll, roll 2d6 plus personality just to Seely, see what the response is here. Seely will also give them autographs, too. <laughs> Five. Five there, unamused. But I have a new feat. You do have a new feature because Pearl leveled up to 11. Do, 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 do. I choose lucky, yo. 
which means I get to decide if it's a failure mixed success or a full success. Oh, boy, what have I done? How yes. many times do I get to decide this? So you have a pool, basically. The, the wording of the feature is... Each day, you have a pool of one full success, one mixed success, and one failure. When either you, one of your Pokemon, an ally, or an opponent makes a dice roll, you can choose to substitute whatever you rolled with one of the outcomes from your pool. So you rolled a failure just then, so you could instead put in either your one mixed success or your one full success for the day. Or am I get a mixed Okay, a mixed success. Oh, yeah. They look confused, but are not outright peeved with your just sort of going up with a Sharpie, you and Seely, uh, writing your names on their arms. Pearl gives her finger guns, goes, all it takes is just one. <laughs> and you walk past them. One mind can change a whole fan base, Seely. <laughs> or, 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 or. I love that that just happened. All right. Now I'm in the lab. <laughs> Great. So you all have made your way into the lab. The Kanoko Tower obviously is closed off right now. There is police tape everywhere. There are no tourists left up top or anything like that. But you, along with Luca and the adults who are with you, Go inside, and uh, I think that Luca probably shows you the way uh, since he and Lewis, you know, dealt with the stairs and everything earlier. So y'all go in through the sort of emergency stairs. Is this where you passed out? Yeah, no, right, right over there, right oh, wow. outside, yeah. Wow, I can see your head print. Yeah. I don't know why they put a chalk thing around it. I, well, no, the, well, the chalk, I, Silly, it's right around on. the corner. There's a chalk outline right there. Oh! Yeah, I don't know why they did it, because... Uh, um, hold on one second. She goes out with pink chalk and draws a smiley face <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Reynolds is like, uh, well, that's... Uh, that's hmm. accurate. He's a very happy person. He's my best friend. And she walks away. <laughs> Detective Reynolds just like looks at the officers. Why is there a chalk outline here? No, Nobody died in this spot. What are you talking... <laughs> what is happening? It's important. All right, now I'm back in the lab. I swear, I swear I'm back in the lab. She's like off kilter because she's way past her bedtime now. So then now we're just getting really, really a lot of of random reactions. Just like Sarah, way past the bedtime. Guys, I am past my bedtime right now. (laughs) I should be tucked up in some PJs. (laughs) But also the visual of Pearl in the middle of a crime scene kneeling down with some pink sidewalk chalk to put a smiley face on a a chalk body outline is hilarious to me. Yeah, and then, uh, hold on, Pearl comes back, but this time she is in her PJs now. Okay. With Seely. And she's like, sorry, it's past my bedtime. This is the best thing for both of us. Also, aren't PJs magical? They make you feel like your best self. I look good. I feel comfy. I feel fine. All right, let's get some evidence. Let's round it up. All right. Let's get some fingerprints. Oh, yeah. And some DNA. Oh, yeah. Maybe some fossils, too. Oh, yeah. Is anybody else freaking out? Because they're bringing back you to everybody. Yeah. Look at this crime scene. Yeah, dancing in PJs in a lab tonight. Or, 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 or. 
See, now it's a I'm, worthwhile remix of the original. Now, I just imagine like Disco Ball in our PJs in that lab. Yes. <laughs> Seely's found a wig that looks like ramen noodles. Nice. It's like better than Super Trooper. Wrong band, but I don't care. That was great. <laughs> Wrong boy band. But you all make your way down into the bottom. After you go into the uh, bathroom of the touristy area and make your quick change into your PJs, y'all go down these stairs into the Team Smoke Lab. I think it's time to get me some new sizes because I still have the same ones from Aika Sleepover, Celia, and I think my belly's poking out of the Dream Queen. I know, I have to be my own person. I have to I have to be in charge of these things, but sometimes it's hard to adult as a 10-year-old. I know, I need new sizes for you, too. You've asked it. It's been on the to-do list for weeks. And Celie is in seal-sized PJs rather than dugong-sized. Nice. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Hey, Luke, remind me to get some PJs before we leave this town. Yeah, no, that's that's first on the docket. We're going to make a <laughs> a late-night run to a whale ride mart. That was good. Thank that you. Was gold. Thank you. He's here all night, folks. Celie, ba-da-ching. So you're in the lab for real. In the real order. Hurry, say something. It's oh, going to keep going if you don't say something. <laughs> Oh, unhinged chaos energy this episode. <laughs> you come down into the lab from the emergency stair entrance. So as you enter into this space, you come down and you are on the northern side of this room. Directly to your left when you walk in is a wall that has the elevator, which it seems as though a, a lot of the stuff is not really up and going, obviously. Uh, there are still uh, some officers around uh, who are, you know, combing through. I think that at this point, probably also Hazel and Chacha, after having dealt with Lars and kind of doing some other stuff while you all were into Denny's, are the ones who are in here at the moment, uh, especially with this being a much bigger matter than, you know, something that local law enforcement would really be dealing with. Hi, nice to know you're real. <laughs> I thought that detective was making a figment of his imagination. He says you guys are really close friends, so do you guys like celebrate parties? Like birthdays? Or is he, you know, quinceaneras? Yeah, no, well, we, uh, we, we meet up every now and then and we'll go to a diner and uh, hang out and, and talk and, you know, share our feelings about how things have been going and, you know, the hardships of making things, you know, keeping things safe across a bunch of different regions. And I love how emotionally available you are, Cha-Cha. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm Hazel. Hazel. That's Cha-Cha. I love, oh, hi, hi, hi. I love how emotionally available you are. Maybe you could teach Detective Riddles that, too. <laughs> I'm trying. We're working on yeah, it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell. Mm, thank you. Yeah, here's my journal if you want to read. What? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm not a licensed therapist. Okay, I'm really getting those vibes. Very I'm getting those vibes, man. <laughs> I'm just you know, a lot of wisdom. in a, an emotionally wisdom. healthy place, though. Wow, a clue! Cha-Cha's <laughs> <laughs> Cha -cha. like, yes, a clue. There's so many around here. Please come check it out. Now I get why Detective Reynolds hangs out with her. I say to Seely. So as you are in this space where you came in on this northern side of the room, Brief overview without, you know, a whole bunch of details and everything thus far. You can see how you want to uh, explore from here. But so basically where you have just come in from the emergency stairs is on the top right 
or northeastern sort of corner of the room. Uh, and so you see just the full lab area spread out before you. Uh, directly in front of you, there's a bunch of what look like cubicles and other sort of miscellaneous smaller experiments and things uh, just straight ahead. Directly to your right, you see what looks like some sort of big uh, chamber that's got a workstation and a console next to it. On the wall that is to your right, fully uh, against the wall over there, there's one what looks like big main console. There is even further down the wall from that, uh, a, a large machine with tubes coming out of it that go into the wall and look like they go upward. On the far side of the room, you see in the exact opposite corner from where you're at, so the southwestern corner, a door that is currently uh, slightly askew that you can probably assume is the uh, sewer tunnel exit. Askew. And then directly across from you, on the far side, on this southeastern wall, there is a big old machine that just looks very big and you can't see exactly what it does because it's all the way across the, the room. the tubey thing, huh? We got a lot of big options. Yes, there's a few large machines in this area. But also, from their previous experience in here, Luca and Lewis and Professor Nichols uh, are aware of the location of the safe and also, like, where they got the masks is over near where some of these other miscellaneous-looking experiments are and all that kind of stuff. Where does the boss look like he worked at? You said there's cubicles and stuff. I think the, the desk with the chamber. Now, do you mean, like, Il Drago's desk, or are you talking about whatever, like, head scientist? Because... I was uh, thinking head scientist. I didn't think Il Drago would be down here. Yeah, so from what they were able to gather, it seemed like Tyler would have been the head of whatever you know, what was stuff thinking. was happening here. So their desk would be... I mean, all of the cubicles and stuff look like they have specific sort of experiments designated to them, but then there is the large main sort of computer console that Professor Nichols points out to you as the one that he had to use to like turn off the self-destruct sequence, turn off the hazer and that kind of stuff. All right, let's queue it up. See, it's got a little short video, informational, like welcome trainee. <laughs> Here's what you need to know about this secret lab. You just want to try to hack into it and just see if you can gather anything about, you know, like notes and stuff about of what course. was happening in here. Of course. Okay, go ahead. Doesn't it give you flashbacks, guys, to um, the first time we hacked a computer for a secret lab with Coco? Aww. <laughs> there was Aww. a Nichols waiting on the other side. <laughs> two. Two Nichols. Maybe we'll have another two two package person waiting on the other side of this one. <laughs> go ahead and... <laughs> Since I know that you're probably going to have Nichols help you with it, just go ahead and roll with his logic. I rolled a six. A six? Yeah. Then what would his logic be? Uh, his logic is three. So it gets you up to a nine. Boom. So uh, a mixed success. With a mixed success, I'll go ahead and say you can ask one specific question. And uh, I don't think that this really would be like a read the rumor survey environment kind of thing. Just tell me, from the experiments that you know that happened down here, right? You know that there is the variant vapor stuff, which obviously was used during the big snag and uh, has affected some of your Pokemon. You know that there is apparently something going on with fossils. There is the actual machine that they use to spread the haze. And then there's also these other miscellaneous experiments. So you can, you can pick one of those to get some more in-depth info on. 
Alright, I guess I would like to add get more in-depth info on the fossils. Great, on the fossils. Can I take some of the poison stuff and send it to like like my professors? Sorry, Professor Nichols, they don't want to be offensive, but I would like to send it to my professors. <laughs> they do really good work. Can we take some of that stuff home? Party gift. Can Professor Nichols swipe some if we don't get allowed? You can attempt to. So, like, yes, this is a crime scene, and yes, there's, you know, these uh, international police officers looking for things, but you kept a lab from blowing up. There's loot inside, just like there would be in a Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, but so here's what I'll say. You you can get some. That won't be an issue, but we will get to that. Okay. Yeah. Also, I just thought now, like in all the big crime movies, silly, that the really important people always show up in their PJs because they work around the clock. Yeah, we're really dressed for the occasion, as always. Yeah, Seely, yeah, it's exactly like Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's right. Okay, um... <laughs> I said fossil info, please. Yes, so fossil info. Is there anything specific about their work with the fossils that you're hoping to find out? Anything in particular vein or just like one um, nugget of information regarding it? What I would like to know is, is there anything with the fossil stuff that traces back to Professor Nichols' fossils that we believe were stolen um, once they got sucked up by the spear tomb? Mm-hmm. So is there any traces of like just tracking the origin mm-hmm. of where they got these things? Okay, that's an excellent question. So, looking through the the notes, all of these you know scientific logs of uh, various experiments, you see that there is in fact a, a through line in the notes that it does seem as though the stuff with the fossils is being done in order to attempt to revive Mew, and it is in the notes that. The Mew fossil that they have in their possession was acquired from Professor Nichols' lab. Oh, let's print that log out. Let's get a copy to every good citizen so they know they can make citizens' arrests. <laughs> let's print it out. Let's print that out. Do we have a printer? Cha-cha, give me a printer. I'm sure there's a printer around here somewhere. It's just all of these things are, are very technological. Great, and I am it's your job to find to that printer. And I am wor- I we don't will- have to unplug anything. We just got to get a printer. I will look for a printer. Cha-Cha's That's right, looking Cha-Cha, for a printer. That's right, Cha-Cha, good answer. <laughs> She's going and, and combing through the place looking for a printer. So We're going to print that out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, have it as my bed sheets. <laughs> I want to know that log inside and out. I want that. I can't say that joke. I want that log to be the first thing I see after ceiling when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I want that. I want to be able, when you tell me 24, 19, 42, Wallop away, Sydney, that I can just repeat that log straight back to you. But in addition to that, there's a couple of other things that would make sense uh, for you all to be able to find in sequence with that related to that. The experiments are being done in order to attempt to bring back Mew for whatever reason that they are stumped by currently, even though they have the Mew fossil in their possession and they have attempted to bring it back. It is over the years that this has been happening Yeah, because it was not over the course of this, you know, give or take 10 years. I don't remember right offhand. I'd have to double check my notes exactly how long after Professor Nichols' disappearance, the fossil they was stolen. Got it. Mm-hmm. But after it was stolen, the amount of time since then. Whoa! 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 Okay, keep going. 
with the amount of time since then, they started with these experiments to attempt to bring back the Mew. So a lot of this research is based in Professor Nichols, you know, research, the things that they were doing at his lab. Uh, But then it was very, very primitive at his lab, and they were a long way from actually making anything happen. So the technology that they have developed in the meantime is definitely expanded on what he did greatly, gone a lot farther than he may have even thought that he could get. But... As a result of these experiments, Mew has been tricky. They have managed to make this method work for other fossil Pokemon, such as the Kabutops that you have in your possession now. (laughs) But as a result of failed attempts to resurrect Mew, an unintended uh, byproduct of these failed attempts was the creation of more ditto in this area, like Pillsbury. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the unintended byproduct of these experiments, but also throughout the course of these experiments, bringing back the fossil Pokemon is what uh, initially led to the discovery of this vapor that came off as an additional byproduct in the process. And by studying that, they have turned the vapor that came off from there into this variant vapor. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, detective, now that I have this log printed out in front of me, I just had the biggest thought of my life. Thank you, Cha-Cha. Go get a coffee. On me. I got three. Whoa, I didn't know a $2 bill could get you three coffees. (laughs) This is a good price in this town. All right. Why why did you give her a $2 bill? Those are incredibly hard to come by. (laughs) Because I love her. Um, I respect that. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa. Professor, there's a big thought. Yes. This fossil was stolen. Like, you got warped 10 years ago. Yes. I am 10 years old. I don't think that you're a mute. What girl. if? But come on. We can't, how could we rule that possibility out? What if me and Mew are connected? Maybe we should put me in that tank. And she starts to walk towards that big tank. No, no, hey, uh, Pearl, I'm going to veto that. Going to veto that right now. And Detective Reynolds goes. Okay, I know that you're 10, but I don't think that you need to go just walking into scientific tanks. Have you seen the cutie fly? Every night. The old movie, The Cutie Fly. I've always felt very connected to it. Yeah, well, it was based on a real story. I think it's my story. No, but no. And she starts going closer to the No, no, Pearl, it was based on a real story of this guy, Bill, who tried to to make a teleportation chamber, and he put himself in one side and a Clefairy in the other, but then he got slurped together with the Clefairy. And I don't know why they called it The Cutie Fly. Oh, that's why. So that's what happened in real life. But then they made the movie where he became a Cutie Fly, but it was very, very distressing. Her face is up against the glass. (sighs) Until we are reunited, my family, I shall not give up this theory. Put your hand on the glass. Two muse, one pearl. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like to examine the tank now that I'm there. Which tank? The tank that was to your right when you walked into the room or the one that's at the far side next to the big machine? During that rant, I walked to the far side. Put my DNA all over this crime scene. Am I right? Only way to live. That was very diehard of me. Hey guys, I just want you to know we got a ton of pool noodles in this room that we're recording. 
You know, I also think from now on, every single recording session, I should give you a fun fact about our recording studio. About what's in it? Yeah. Okay. I well, bet they didn't expect a ton of pool noodles. Just just it's the fall. one today. Just the one today. That oh, The pool noodles is all you get. Now I got a water. Can we record tomorrow? <laughs> yes, just so you can tell them about yeah, what else I is. Oh, but then I'm looking at a ton of fun facts I want to give them. <laughs> Look at that. I'm pointing it at it with a pool no- noodle. That I would love to talk about. Oh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. This is the danger if Jonah pauses too much. My brain at this hour is going everywhere. Okay, I'm sneaking one really quick fun fact because he doesn't like it when I whisper, so I don't think he can hear. Okay, here's one more fun fact because I can't hold it in. Oh, gosh, I got to make it good. I got to pace him out. <laughs> I'm not ready. I thought I was ready. I'm not. Okay, well, the good thing is that I Did can you hear, hear that whole thing? Dang it. Uh, but... I was trying to see if in my notes it had exactly when Tyler and the mysterious other figure teleported in and took that. But it was less than 10 years ago that that happened. Dang it. That was my voice through the pool noodle, guys. I don't think that your voice is going into either microphone because the pool noodle is directed not toward any. She's got the pool noodle to her mouth and now she's trying to bend it around like a, uh, what is it, like a flugelhorn? Dang it. This is my voice through pool noodle, guys. Can you hear it? Can you pick me up? Now that's good radio. Thank you. Oh, man. I really thought I was onto something with the timeline. I thought I'd have to hear like a blood sacrifice thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a picture of this? Because this is really amazing. I think this is definitely a record for our, our recording session. Yeah, no, I'm going to... It's kind of hard to breathe, but it's totally worth it for the art. I am going to uh, post this in the Discord now Thank when you. we're uh, 12 episodes ahead of on the recording <laughs> schedule with zero context. Yeah, perfect. Uh, and only only the truest of fans will will understand I when the time comes. I want to know that this is definitely going to be coming back, though. In a battle cry for Pearl, where she goes, Charge! I see, sort of like your Viking horn. Yeah, that that was an amazing experience. I'm sorry <laughs> I had to take so much of your time for that, but that was awesome. Worth it. Worth it. All right, so you go over to look at this large machine and checking it out. I mean, from from the notes and everything, everything that you gather, this is the fossil machine cool. that they have cool. at this location. Oh, okay. In the notes, it is noted at one point that at a certain point, like a couple of years ago, this lab here no longer was the main lab for fossil research specifically. In this location, they sort of pivoted to go full in on the variant vapor stuff and uh, going deeper in on that. And that the newer fossil research is at some other location, which is not specified in these notes. Dang it. I was excited. So we have one location. This location right here. Dang it. Okay. I was actually really hoping we could find that was the other big thing I was looking for. But going over to the fossil machine, what it looks like is that there is a sort of main console that is attached to, I see it as uh, this sort of big tank that's got a, a sort of similar shape to, like, from the very first movie. I know, I'm the, with you. The clone machine. I'm with that's you. That's got the sort of spiral thing to it. Aesthetically, that kind of vibe, but the tank that it sort of has an output to is more of an air tank, a holding tank. Well, there's actually, there's two tanks. There's one air and there's one water because, you know, 
fossil Pokemon. Some of them are uh, aquatic. There's one air and there is one water. But you see that there's the various tubes and valves and things. But just looking at it in front of the notes, you gather that if you put a fossil into this machine and fire up the console, that then it will you know, reconstruct the molecular structure of the Pokemon into whatever the appropriate tube is based on if it's aquatic or or a land one. So you said air and water. Yes. What are the other ingredients or components that are a part of this process? That are a part Besides of the process? Besides just a machine that can do that molecular stuff, like is there any secret ingredient? Like if the professor, if Professor Nichols needed to recreate this machine or fix this machine, mm. what would be essential or stop this machine? What are the, like, another essential element needed? I would say that the other essential elements for this particular one, there are some very specific elemental components. Like, like periodic uh, table stuff? Yeah, periodic table stuff, like some very specific elements that uh, it needs to be loaded in with to be able to like begin the process and it's very convoluted and even Professor Nichols is like I will have to study this at length to really understand the how but I I think I'm I think I'm putting it together but there's there's a lot of notes here and a lot of years of notes to uh to comb through and that's all your science today welcome to Pearl and Seely's lab yeah See, um, educational podcast as well. We said the periodic tables, guys. Don't at us. It's true. We got science in this podcast. Educational. Yes. Real fictional science. Real fictional science is a very dangerous thing. And I would like to say we don't endorse that. This, the science that is real in this fictional world that <laughs> we have made go. together. There you go. That's much better. <laughs> Oh, I imagine stealing a little lab coat, though, for that song. Yeah, no, she has a little lab coat on over her pajamas that are too tight. Wow, we're really getting costume crazy. And <laughs> not, I have no regrets. <laughs> okay, cool. Next stop on the journey. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo. Professor's going to be staring at that for 12 hours. Cha-cha, can you pull an all-nighter? I usually do. All right, I cannot, so I'm moving. I do encourage her to have a more regular sleep schedule. All right, Chacha, let's. Uh, um, Hazel, you watch the you watch Professor Chacha. Let's put your name to good use. To the next spot. Lab tour. Lab tour. So, also, just of note, the machine currently does have enough. Of the stuff that it needs. Oh, I thought you said it was on currently. No, 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 like, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's not out. on currently, but it does have the components required, like, in it right now that it could work. Okay. That's really good to know. It's just a red button to press. <laughs> and then... Well, well, it's a little bit more than a red button, but I, I do... I do see a red button. See how to start. That's stu- normally a good start. Well, the red button's the last part. You gotta type a bunch of other stuff and then Professor, the red you wanna join this chat chat? da 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 ra da 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 Laptor. What are you going to next? The thing that was directly to your right when you walked in? The big console miscellaneous experiments? I was already at the big console. So, um, I would go to the thing directly on my right. Other tanky. Small tanky. Great. For the- a baby fossil. <laughs> the, a baby fossil like land before time. 
this chamber that you go over to is not quite as big as the fossil one. Because it's for babies. Well, it looks a little bit newer, a little bit sleeker. Okay. Uh, not, not quite as model like, for the children. They are the future. Right. Uh, but also, just looking at it, you are able to piece together by the fact that it is a big sort of chamber that has what looks like a lot of almost like hot tub bubble jet sort of tubies coming into it. Little little jet-like things and a console next to it. But the glass is cracked <gasps> and there are not like broken broken, yeah. but the glass is cracked and there are like dents on the inside. That's never a good sign. I know my pokey glass. That's not a good sign. All right, Pearl gets nice up and close to that glass. Not putting pressure on it, but like she's yeah. putting her eyes by those fish tanks. Yeah. The, like uh, any kid at an aquarium. The integrity of this uh, device has not been compromised because this is some thick glass, but there's big, just looking at it, uh, go, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus live. Is the liquid like foggy and smoky? So there's no liquid in this one currently, but oh. it's it's like empty right now, but it's it looks as though you would close it and then stuff Fill would come it up. in. That's so creepy. It's gotta be smoke. It's gotta be smoke. That's how you make them smoke. Pokies. It's an eight. With an eight, you can tell that the dents look like they are from big ape-sized oh, fists. Oh, yeah. All right, Pearl doesn't put it all together, but uh, SJ over here don't mean it to my horn, but toot toot. Okay, good to know. But this is... Can I hit this red button, Professor? I would not recommend, unless you want to make one of your Pokemon <gasps> into a, a, a vapor variant. Silly never. We go into a deep hug. <laughs> I, know, I know you didn't want to be at the farm, but it was the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Of course it <laughs> but this device is the vapor chamber. The vapor chamber. Oh, man, that would be such a cool, like, man, getting a lot of Halloween vibes. That's cool. So, so far in this lab, you've checked out the vapor chamber is here. Vapor chamber. Vapor chamber. The broadcast machine is not in here. That, that I think that y'all are aware is up top, but it is controlled from the main console down oh, here. Oh, okay, cool. There is, next to the main console, uh, this big machine that has all these tubes that look like they go up and out. On the far side, there's that fossil machine, Mark 1. Mark 2's out there somewhere in the world, but this is Mark 1. And then there's the other miscellaneous experiments and the safe with the door still askew. The safe? Yes. Uh, I want to save that for last. Let's check out the miscellaneous projects. Hopefully we don't get too many side quests, guys. <laughs> All right. I don't um, want this to become a classic Skyrim is for the Nords situation. So it looks as though there's uh, a few different tables with different experiment type things. Uh, so there's three. There's two of them that look like they're kind of in the same line. Uh, like, okay, there's a bunch of stuff that's related to this thing at one station. There's a bunch of stuff related to all a different thing on the other. And then there's just a bunch of other miscellaneous smaller stuff. It seems like whoever the messiest scientist here uh, had that third one nah. and maybe was too much of a multitasker. I relate. Um, I, I should see these eyes. I don't want you to see any pokies, you know, harmed. Yeah, you think you're strong, but remember in Scary Movie Night, you shook like a little blubbery babe. So for these, I'll just go ahead and tell you, you don't really need to like look for them because they're out here. There's also 
a bunch of adults, a lot of whom work for the international police. Like, cool. If this I don't get something, being, they're gonna get this it. This place is being combed through. Love it. Uh, but and we are the finest comb. Let me tell you, really doing great on the rolls. Do you want to check out the workstation that looks like it's got almost looks like like a cooking situation? <gasps> Uh, set up over there like like mad scientist candy land. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a zone that looks like it is very technological, uh, like really like devices, gadgets and things. And then the other one again is just just miscellaneous, miscellaneous. Gadgets, gadgets, gadgets. You know I'm about those accessories. Great. Go ahead and roll to survey environment. Oh my goodness, I'm rolling like a mushroom. Uh, six. Six. Ooh, okay. I should not have used that mixed success on autographs. <laughs> but say so you're holding on to that full? I am, I am. <laughs> I'm trying to be a good player and wait for the right moment. Here's what I'll say. For this one, you get the loot, you don't get the why or the how. All right, I'll take it. Hey, this looks cool and sharp. Perfect. Because they're finished things that, you know, you yeah. just have no idea of, you know, how, the, yeah. what they're sitting out there on the workstation. But it's awesome. like, I don't know how and I don't know why, but look at this. Look at this. Hold on. I'm I, not going to worry about I, it. I make it a big deal to Celia, and then Celia's like, order, order. I'm like, oh, you're right, you're right. And I shove it down my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so you find at the gadget station, there is a wide lens and a scope lens. Well, I shouldn't know, right? I should find out how they work on their own. That is true. So I'll tell you that it's a wide lens and a scope lens, but... (laughs) I'm going to have to take the risk on using them. You'll have to figure it out. But there's one of each, and they're both held items. Cool. I think that's really fun. I think that's personally a lot of fun. (laughs) And I feel like it's very, very true to, like her as a spy in this moment slash like detective just pink, a lot of a lot of pink panther vibes a lot of steve carell and get smart vibes she's very inspector cluso yes i have a lot of cluso energy you've got the trench coat and the little mustache and the magnifying <gasps> glass and the fedora over, over the pajamas, pajamas that are too small yes, there we did it two costumes one episode you're welcome <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's a wide lens and a scope lens. You have no idea what they do, who they're making it for, why, any of that. But but I got it. But and it's it in is your inventory. Cool and shiny. <laughs> All right, cool. I do little um, pink path in your walk. Ding, 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 on the tippy toes. A little mix of Scooby Doo as well. Um, with Sealy, and we go over to the safe. Hey, Luca, is this where you grabbed um Sully stuff? Yeah, no, this that's where I got our pokeballs from. Cool. Did you not want to look at the other miscellaneous? Oh, I thought I had to just pick one. No, no, no. You can look at all of them. You're not on a time crunch. Back on my tippy toes. Sorry, Luke. I didn't know you were all the way over there at that table. Let me do my sneaky walk again. <laughs> Did you check it out? It's cute. So you're like, mm, actually not the safe yet. I'm just going to stay in this area and look at the other things. Holding it for the big finale. <laughs> so. All right, let's go to cookie table. All right, so Mad Scientist Candyland over here. Roll the survey environment. I immediately smack Seely's hand. Don't you think about it. All right, it's a seven. A seven. Okay, so a seven is a mixed success. So you can ask one off of the survey environment list. And I'll go ahead and say, don't worry about asking, is there a resource here I can use? Because that one's a given in this scenario. That is what this episode's about. (laughs) A resource here you can use. 
can I tweak it and be like, is any of these items safe? Like oh. to eat since they're kind of like oh, candy. I see. Because the question is, is this area safe? Okay. But I would like to ask that, but in the context of like, is this food safe? That's a great question. Thank you, Jonah. Uh, I think you're a great DM. Thank you. Time. Uh, that wasn't sarcastic at all. <laughs> like truly. I know. I know. <laughs> The answer to your question is that looking over it, sniff test, you know, all the stuff. I got a great gut for these things. All the, like, detectives are very scared. <laughs> They're watching around my shoulder. Reynolds is like, oh, don't put that in your mouth. But. Food is the one thing I am an expert at. <laughs> That's certainly true. You know that these are, in fact, safe to eat. What is here at this table. Oh, score. Uh, the, the stuff that is being worked on here is edible, it is consumable, and as far as you can tell, and you are pretty well certain, there will not be any adverse side effects if one were to consume these things. But as you are checking out this station, you are aware of the fact that this looks like, like specifically like rock candy, like they are trying to make rock candy. That's yummy. Great stuff. And that there is, in fact, a chunk of what you think for a second looks like rock candy, but you recognize as an EXP candy, a shard <gasps> of it, like a natural shard of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Pearl looks around the room. She believes no one's looking at her. Uh-huh. I don't know. She puts her arm down on the table and goes, and clears it, the entire thing, into her backpack. So you... As much as I'm allowed. But just imagine that. Well, you, I will definitely take that. On this table, find that there is this natural piece, this actual organic piece that, you know, they must have found out in the wild. But additionally, there are other EXP candies that look as though they have been synthetically produced. Oh, interesting. So they they have been working on developing, creating their own EXP candy. That makes sense. And there are two medium and two large. Amazing. Little treatsies. Again, I see these things. I put my hand on it and I just clear scoop that em. table. Nice little scoop them. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, folks. Luke is like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up? I heard a crashing sound. I'll definitely share them with Luke. <laughs> um, all right. I scooby doo to the next table. The next table. Miscellaneous, miscellaneous. Junkland. That's uh, definitely, yeah, I relate. Tougher to discern anything that may be of use or interest here, but go ahead and roll to survey environment. No guarantee on this one of anything coming out of it. Uh, it's six. A six? It is a jumbled mess. <laughs> so you're just looking at it and you're like, I... You can't make heads or tails of anything that's happening on the, on this table. You yeah, know, what is this? it's rough. Um, Seely puts some metal things and makes herself look more like a walrus, and I laugh. <laughs> I don't know what a walrus is, Seely, but that's what you look like. Uh, I, I think you mean a whale rhyme. Oh, yeah, doesn't she? She looks like a whale rhyme. That's hilarious. Keep that bit. They do like peanut butter. <laughs> It makes them mouths all gummy and then they struggle. It's great. <laughs> to the safe! To the safe. So you go over also, to. Uh, yes. I have to apologize to the listeners. I have very little finesse right now 
for the storytelling. It is choppy, yo, but it's a little bit of a treasure trove. It is, it is kind of a treasure trove. I hope trove you've episode. enjoyed the beautiful weaving of story for a long time. I just need a choppy one, guys. I, I need to have a, some sporadic energy. I promise this is good for both of us. Look, we did. We have just gotten through a lot of episodes yeah. of intrigue and combat. This is healthy for all of war. us. Sometimes just we just got to have a treasure trove episode. I'm a little treasure goblin right now. Let me be. I literally have Santa's little treasure pack and I cleared the whole table. You borrowed it from yeah, Danny. I did. I really did. <laughs> friends jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of postcards from pearl we hope you've been doing well we assume most of you have probably been playing pokemon legends arceus for the past week and a half i know i've been playing it whenever i've had a chance <laughs> remember if you dig the vibe of legends arceus you should check out kanoko origins our more mature postcards from pearl spinoff over on the main quest company podcast feed it's basically the same thing as legends arceus but we did it first and we've got the time stamps to prove it. We hope to do more of that series in the future, but you can listen to the full first season now. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our awesome partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out some of their amazing sets like this week's featured dice set, Night Mom. Very appropriate for all these team smoke and vapor variant shenanigans. They've got purple and black vapor suspended in clear acrylic with white ink that's seriously like the whole vibe. You can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to help us out, please go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. We've seen more ratings coming in over on Spotify. Thank you so much to those of you taking the time to hit that five stars. It means a lot. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjr.com. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Jr. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord and get all the latest updates on Monster Fight and Pocket Monster Fight. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. 
We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we'd love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more beautiful art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Black Belt Kate at Crandon Creation on Twitter for an amazing illustration of Mysterio Prevariant Vapor. We love it. Thank you to our friends in the Discord, Kyle with a K, for sending us a great pre-vapor Mr. 90s drawing and another new honorific this week. Thank you to Aroma Lady River for some great renditions of a few vapor variants, Shavakadu, Mudslide and Pebble, and Mr. 90s. If you haven't seen those, go check out our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them the fan art page on the website or on the discord where a lot of the fan art gets posted first and you can see it before anyone else quest company jr is a proud member of podicon go a group of independent podcasts supporting high quality content that's fun for the whole family podicon go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to rpg actual plays and more check them out at podicongo.com I'd also like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land, 80s Vibe, Haunted Blues, and Ocean Drift. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the songs Pokemon Mansion, Shelf of Memories, Oak Research Lab, and A Morning in New Barktown. Thank you to Michael and Game Chops for the song Sacred Beasts. Thank you to Poke Nerd Scott for the song Variations in the Vapors, a custom Team Smoke-inspired track. Thank you to Joseph Cash for the Pool Noodle Samba, and thank Thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the lab. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. So you go over to the safe, which is near that main console. Cool, Luca, this is where you swipe the stuff? Yeah, and looks like there's some more stuff in there. I just grabbed Sully's Pokeballs because, you know, priorities, but it looks like there is more stuff in there. Come check it out with me. This safe is also next to the large machine. Like, it's sort of nestled between the the big machine with the tubies and the main console. The tubey machine! Looking at the machine with the tubes and the sort of, like, turbine look that it has and and tanks that are on it, this is the hazer. This is where they were pumping the vapor out of to go out. Uh It goes from the tubies out, Uh, up and out. I see. Yeah. But in the safe... You see two other gadgety-looking items, similar to the ones that you found on the other table, uh, the wide lens and the scope lens, uh, that you had no idea what they do. But these look to be uh, of a similar make, but more experimental. And additionally, there is a small box inside. Woo! 
after all. <laughs> the box is not locked or anything, but for the devices, just just roll 2d6 plus logic. Full six success. Oh, you're just calling it? I'm calling it, man. <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a five. <laughs> wow, this has been a really bad roll day for me. But I want you guys to know I rolled the dice, but just threw them while dead staring Jonah in the face, and I just said full success. It's true. She could have rolled a full success, but she would have used the lucky thing anyway. Oh. Uh, lucky already coming in handy. <laughs> um, that was a good note, though, and I did hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, kind ooh. of benevolent DM. Mm, make it, just uh, tuck that away Mental for later. Note. Don't do what I just did ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've grown as a player. That's funny. With your full success, somehow you're like, wait a second. I know what this is. I've seen this in my dreams because I was born the same time that me was stolen. And therefore, we're internally entwined. It's like twin telepathy. I know it exactly in my dreams. In fact, I've seen this place all along. Dancing seals, two tanks, smoke that I almost remember. A pinky friend tied with me at my belly button. There were professors all around. Some were caught in a shadow realm. And there was a bat, I think, because tied Tyler was there, da, 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 full production, lights in the safe, come up. I remember all these things, including these gadgets and what they do. I hold them, and this box meant for me. Grandmama, please have a little necklace and my little, the treasure box will open up and I'll have all my memories in my life. Once upon a ten year Old. That was the coolest tradition of Once Upon a December you will ever hear. I stand by that. Shoot, what is that? Is that Anastasia? Don't even tell me that that was... You said Grandmama. Yeah. Okay, great. Was it Anastasia? Yeah. Okay, great, 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 great. You didn't recognize it was Anastasia for the beginning? I, I don't know Anastasia That was an that amazing well. Anastasia poll. I mean, Dude, it was. we're watching Anastasia tonight. I'm, I don't, I'm pulling an all-nighter. I don't care. <laughs> Guys, tell me I'm wrong. That's an essential. Hey, at least give me credit. Once you said Grandmama, I hey, knew that it was you. Anastasia. That was good. That was good. That was it's good. me, Anastasia. Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> As you... Also, seeing your... was all the ghosts coming out of the paintings <laughs> and dancing in the ballroom. And I want you to imagine like a full spectacle in that safe. Yeah, that but was the ballroom great. is the lab. Yeah, it was good. Oh, man. So you, you, you sing your Anastasia song as you uh, pull these things out of the safe. You with the gadgety things and Luca with this small box. But as you were looking at them, you instantly somehow recognize these very rare and hard to come by items. Score! These are two EXP shares. Whoa. <sighs> That's a big yeah. And you know exactly what they do, word from word, from their item description. Yes. These EXP shares connect with your best friend and they help them grow. Your best friend can be a pokey or a trainer. 
you decide. Well, that's not quite. And then I look at Celie and Luca, and I'm stressed out. I'm stressed You're like, who's out. it going to be? I've who's never, it be? I've never been so stressed in my life. Uh-huh. I'm a, I, I have needs. I, I'm human and I'm pokey. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I know we've had matching PJs since I was born, Celie. <laughs> What the EXP share does, this is a held item. The Pokemon holding it receives one-fourth of the total EXP gained for each opposing Pokemon defeated in battle while it's a member of the party, and an extra half of any EXP it receives if it participates in the battle. So, when you're calculating that, you take one-fourth of the EXP total for each Pokemon after you determine like the, the main things, tier level trainer rank, uh, and then you do the modifiers of like, is it higher or lower level? Is it higher or lower tier? And that gives you how much uh, experience it gets. And then if the Pokemon actually participates in the battle, just whatever experience they get from the normal method, they just get an extra half of that. That's really cool. An extra 50%. So it is a uh, good way to uh, grind help, them up. Will help level up your lower level Pokemon in a good specifically. Way. In a good way, grind them right. up. Right. Not, not like Pokemon Go. Not like <laughs> oh, smoothie. I, I, I sent them to the professor and now they're candy. We're not talking about that grind. No, no. <gasps> yeah, that is kind of messed up. Yeah, I've never. I've never been a big fan either. Never gotten behind that bit. Yeah, me either. I understand why candy. they did it. Yeah. <laughs> but they could have phrased it differently. The phrasing. The phraseology there. The phrasing was the issue. But either okay, way. Cool. So we got some EXP. EXP shares. Uh, and Luca is holding uh, this small box. It's about just a, a six inch, I, I would say like a six inch by one foot metal box. Ooh. Nice but plain. Ooh, I have a video camera right up on his face. What, why are you doing this? I thought you would want an unboxing video. <gasps> but I'm cheating. All right, take away the camera. <laughs> it was just for me. And then uh, Toofus is like, <laughs> yeah, it was just for me. Removes it. <laughs> that was a stinker of a joke. I've given some really good jokes, but that was a stinker. Highs and lows. Yeah, that's the, maybe that could be the title of this episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Luca opens the box. And he does it where, you know, he opens out so that you see what's in there. It's like he's opening it Oh, wow, that's you. a really nice purse thing. Oh, thank, look at thank that. Thank you. That was sweet. And he, like, looks down over it. But opening it up. It's the tiniest Pokemon in the whole wide world. It's not the tiniest Pokemon, but it is a padded case with three Pokeballs. <gasps> oh, this is so scary. These Pokeballs are, like, reverse color scheme like upside down color scheme cool and there are three pokeballs oh my gosh (laughs) well luca this is so cool who do you think they're pokemon like whose pokemon are these i have no idea i look under the box maybe they signed it it is property of absolute plain shiny chrome box. That is so cool, Jonah. But there are three Pokeballs inside. Whoa! That okay, did Luca, not Luca, get Luca, blown Luca, up. Luca, Luca, Luca. Do we tell the adults or do we not tell the adults? I have. I am very conflicted about which I, of those two paths to take. I definitely, if we do tell the adults and they say, you're not allowed to see these Pokies, I'm going to be struggling with that. <laughs> <laughs> if we tell the adults and they're like, you're allowed to see these pokies, I'm fine. Oh my gosh. I guess we should tell the adults. 
I mean, probably, right? But this is so cool. So. Oh, hi, detective. <laughs> uh, hey, what's going on over here? And he looks, oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. You want to open them up in the safe? That's a good spot. It, in the lock safe? The, lock the door if things get cray-cray. Or we could rest up and then discover what let's, they are. You know, No, let's just, let's just do it here. I love your attitude today. <laughs> I think the fight really changed some things in you. Um, Hazel's getting to you, huh? <laughs> we, we've He's been talking. He's made a lot of progress. <laughs> okay, is there a little window inside the safe? Inside the safe? Yeah, so, like a little like, uh, whose password? You know, do not a password. Uh, well, I did actually mention, I believe, that it did have similar to the vapor chamber tank. Uh, it's got a similar sort of like heavy, heavy duty glass on the front oh, of it. Dope. Perfect. Okay. But I mean, you couldn't, you would have to be in the safe to let something out of a Pokeball in the safe. Oh, no. I it's also It's also a small safe. I so disagree. Here's, here's how I think it can go down. You are on the door, like edge of the door. You crack the door open. You throw the ball out. You close the door real fast. You see it. You say, hello, my name is. And then you just open that door really quick. Click, click, click. And it goes back in the smoky. Ah! Thoughts, feelings, emotions on that plan. You can go for it. I will say that there's no guarantee that whatever you let out is going to fit in that tank. Will fit. Ah, bummer. You're right, Detective Reynolds. Pearl presented that whole plan to him. He's I, like, I, I do respect the plan, just a what if. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Okay, okay. What if uh, we sleep up, we heal up, and then we party up with know, these pokies tomorrow? I just want to know right now, though, Pearl. I know, me too. Look, look, look. All right, so, look, I've got Bruce. Lewis, yeah, yeah, no, like, if something happens. We could get happens, it back in the Pokeball, right? We could, yeah, we got, we we've got his Pokeball. Pokeball. We've got his Pokeball. Provided it doesn't go absolutely buck wild and that we somehow lose possession of Pokeballs. Wow, we're speaking into being. It's, you, we got the Pokeball. Okay, cool. I think we do it. Can we try the safe idea? And then if someone blows up the, if a, if a Pokeball rips over the safe, that'll be even better. You could try the safe if you want. Wait, wait, wait. If the safe would fall apart, would it damage any of the evidence? I mean, it would... Wreck the place. It would damage evidence. It would damage the Pokemon. Okay, that's not responsible. That's... The, 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 some adult says that in the room. And we I think now that Lewis and Detective Reynolds there. both are like, no, but if it doesn't fit, that's very, very bad. <laughs> All right, to the streets we go. Let's terrorize them. How about we go into <laughs> the sewer tunnel over there? Really? The sewer tunnel is bigger than the safe in the imagination? It's big enough for people to walk through. Yeah, but like, it's not I'm a thinking like we're got a Wilmer up in here. This is not with... a, you can take it outside if you want. It's not it's a good just, idea. It's just it people will see it. All right, we're putting it in the sewer. Little sewer babies. Come here, we'll love you, you little neglected turds. <laughs> Lost and forgotten, but not washed away. <laughs> the tunnels are clean over near here. They, they, it was well kept. Uh, yeah, because it's all seen tubes. Clean it's all tubes. In my life. All right, forgive me for the potty humor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Will man. you go into the tunnel? 
with the secret entrance. Okay. Where they busted in earlier and did their secret cool thing. Tunnel. Where Detective Reynolds and Lewis did their cool little little spy peeping in. Celie's loving it. She got she didn't get to see any of this. Yeah, Celie's like, having order. a ball. She's like feeling like she's part of the team again. She's like, I know, I know where pe- things are now. Celie's bopping around, having a grand old time. Tufus is walking around close to Luca, wary of everything. All right, Luca. All right, all right. Um, my first bet is a Snorlax. What's yours? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Well, they've got these little symbols on the top. You see that? All right. So I put my first one in. (laughs) (laughs) Each of these Pokeballs with this sort of upside down color scheme has a symbol on the white part on the top. On one of them, there is a tan fist. On one of them, there is a purple eyeball. On one of them... There is a dark gray and black half moon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Snorlax fits with all of those. So. <laughs> all right. Luca, what's your guess? Well, I. I know that's not fair. Would you like me to give him a guess? Sure. Okay. Which, I was like, I don't know. I'll, I'll guess fair. something that it's not. What is your, what's the first one we're opening? That's up to you. Do you want to do the eyeball, the fist, or the, the crescent? Crescent. The crescent. Um, Lucas says Umbreon. Okay. You release the Pokemon. I like to think Detective is doing all of this. That feels right. That's fair. Detective Reynolds very carefully with Bruce right there and also with Francis right there but down below. And I begged him to hold the box. I begged him. Yeah. (laughs) You did. And and you you are allowed to hold the box. Thank you. That means so much to me. I give Hazel a thumbs up. (laughs) He's opening up like a box. I'm very proud. Detective, this is you. And she points to the steel box. (laughs) The hard, cold, square steel box. But inside, lined with velvet. (laughs) It's like I make two steps forward with that relationship, and then I purposely shoot myself in the foot and take three steps back. Yeah, you're like two steps forward, then I sprint five steps (laughs) that way. Oh my gosh. He lets the Pokemon out of this ball with the crescent on it. And from it emerges a Charmander. Oh, cool. But this Charmander does not look right. This Charmander, <gasps> rather than the standard, you know, orange with the with the regular little yeah. flame and everything, uh, this Charmander is black with a red tummy. Oh, my God. This thing's adorable. And it's got two extra little horns coming out of the front of his head. Like a little devil. It's like a Charmander dress for Halloween, Luca. (laughs) And rather than the, you know, regular flame on the back of its tail, it's a black flame. And don't at me, because if a black lightsaber can exist, this is what it looks like and works like. Wow, guys. That is a real real touchy subject let me tell you i can tell i'm just i'm just nipping it in the bud right here it looks like how the black lightsabers work is this a shiny charmander no this is a vapor variant charmander whoa luca yeah you see what i'm seeing yeah it's the cutest little devil all around (laughs) that is incredible and then it starts to like make a little (laughs) and then he Puts it back in the ball. Okay. Well. Who's up next? Uh, all right. That. Kind of like eating cereal in the morning when you got three new boxes. Each one's a different flavor. 
Oh, that makes me hungry for cereal in just real life. I would love some cereal right now. Oh, some cereal does sound Doesn't good. Cere- cereal is legitimately the perfect thing to eat right now. That is, yeah. Oh, if someone were to give some me a box of Lucky Charms, yeah, I, some late night oh cereal. my goodness, that would be so poor for my health. I would eat that whole box. <laughs> I have, a, I, I am really bad with Lucky Charms, guys. If I have Lucky Charms in my house, I won't eat lunch. Pearl, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus logic. Then it's an eight. An eight. Of the group that is here in this little tunnel, you are the only one who was up top during all of the shenanigans. But this little Charmander looks like it would be of the same line as Il Drago's Charizard. (gasps) Oh no, we've separated a family. What are you talking about? What? what? I'm sure I told you guys this is the diner. In my defense. No, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. It could be a completely different one that just has had the same thing happen to it. I, that's true. Maybe uh, this one. Maybe they got, maybe. Oh, oh, I got it. Okay. They got two Charmanders. They caught them both. They saw which had stronger stats. And they're like, you, we won't evolve. Oh, the other one had better IVs. I would do, I mean, just in better the trainer nature. mode. Yeah, just in the trader mode. Could be something like that. Well, I wouldn't put it past him if kind of this the is run. the kind of stuff we're working with. Yeah, kind of the runt of the litter. Yeah, feisty though. Wowza. Okay, who we got next? What symbol? Let's do eyeball. The eyeball. Okay. Yeah, there's the eyeball and there's a fist. Eyeball. Alright, look at my guess. Is an abra. So all of these symbols, like the actual symbol itself is black and then it's like on a dot that is a specific color. So the crescent was the black crescent on this dark gray navy-ish circle. The eye is this black outline of an eye on purple, and then the fist is the black outline of a fist on this sort of orangey tan. But your guess is Abra? Yeah, I I know I'm guessing wrong, guys. I just want to guess wrong. What's Luca's guess? Luca's guess is what's that little lightning lizard that just does the little slick prince move and kills in one shot? Oh, Toxtricity? Yeah. Or Toxel, the baby one? Yeah. Nice. That's that's his guess. He's like, purple? You release this Pokemon. Detective Reynolds, I hold the box. That's true. Detective Reynolds releases this Pokemon from its Pokeball. And from it emerges a Bulbasaur. Aw, hi. I'm Pearl. Bulba. Whoa, vicious. This Bulbasaur is different than a regular one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got more of a purple color scheme to it. And on top... It has this sort of like deep pink with spots mushroom. It has got this mushroom That's on legit top. so cute. And its little pupils of its eyes are just sort of like undulating. Whoa. Like hypno toad. That's a lot for me then. <laughs> All right. Just fell in love and then fell out of love really fast. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, no, no. Its eyes. Detective shield my eyes. Oh, no. I really just like that. I really just like that. So it's eyes are just unsettling. The pupils are just sort of undulating. I'm already gonna have nightmares. Please, (laughs) put back the Pokeball. Uh, But it just bah bah as it's got the little mushroom and the eyes are like. That's a really cool design, and I hate it. (laughs) I thought I loved this little thing. Oh my gosh, that's funny. But Detective Reynolds puts the Bulbasaur back. Well, all right. Well, that that just leaves one then. All right, Chespin. Chespin, okay. 
I just really would love a chance, but... And Luca? A sand trill? A sand trill? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you like how wrong I am? Oh, yeah, I love it. Well, I, there's no good way for me to be guessing no, for I him know, on this. I know. So I appreciate your guesses. But he releases the Pokemon from the last Pokeball. It is a Squirtle. Hi! It has more of a, uh, rather than its normal blue skin, it's got this sort of dark, uh, almost like foresty green look to its skin uh, and this dark orangish-brown shell, but the line of the shell actually has an almost chrome appearance, like the little edge of the shell, and it's a slightly lighter kind of tan color on the front, but the shell itself is also more sort of geometric and vaguely reminiscent of more of like a tank in a way, but there is also just a sort of natural, not a full line straight across, but in a way like the coloration of it looks as though there's almost this sort of line that goes across the eyes. I know we normally roll D6s for this game, but just r- roll a D4. Oh. <laughs> just because this is not a game mechanical thing, this is just going to make my life easier. Three. Three. It's little eye band thing that it looks like it has. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Is orange. <laughs> <laughs> three more. There's three more out there. <laughs> so it's got like a little orange band. That means he's which one? That would be Michelangelo. Michelangelo, I say, and he like perks up. <laughs> How did you know? Just looks up like what? You're at home in the sewer. <laughs> Where you belong. <laughs> You're right at home. <laughs> There's, so a, there's a Raticate t- over in the corner just nodding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can tell he's really happy here, Detective. <laughs> he's also just in his hands. He's holding like a little um, makeshift uh, sort of, um, well, I guess it wouldn't be makeshift. I guess that actually he would just have, he's just got nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Raticate in the corner has a slice of pizza he's nibbling on. Yeah, no, this Raticate, uh, and it's definitely a piece of pizza that the Raticate got out of the a dumpster, but nibbling on a piece of pizza in the corner nonetheless. I love it. <laughs> oh, wow, these are amazing pokies. And Detective Reynolds returns the Squirtle back to the ball and puts it back in the case as well. Wow. Uh, okay, so... They've obviously been working on this for a while. What makes you say that? Well, just with all of these different variant Pokemon that are different types, I mean, it looks as though, from the evidence presented, it would seem as though the Charmander is a dark type rather than a fire type. The Bulbasaur is psychic rather than grass and poison. And the Squirtle is a fighting type. Hmm. And... Going off of what you said previously about what, what happened up top, mm-hmm. they had evolved forms of these, the Charizard and the Blastoise. I don't know if they have a Venusaur running around somewhere. I thought they do. Wouldn't be surprised, but just... I think I saw some lines. With, with the amount of these type of Pokemon that they have, I mean, obviously they, they've been here for quite some time, and, uh, well, I'm just, uh... It's hitting you all at once. Uh, I just... Hey. Uh, wheels are turning. Yeah. And then I whisper to Hazel, I'm glad he's got a support group you guys meet soon. Yeah, no way. It's going to hit him hard. I actually think that we're just going to, you know, grab breakfast tomorrow morning. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. 
Cool, I still got the box. Detective Reynolds uh, is holding the box at this point, and he says, look, um, I don't think that these Pokemon need to go into any kind of... Criminal investigation? No, I mean... Don't put them behind bars. They're just creatures. No, I I honestly... And uh, you all have walked back inside... Uh, at this point into the lab proper back to where Professor Nichols and Hazel and Chacha are. But you've walked back in there and uh, he says, well, I I don't know what Professor Nichols thinks here, but uh, well, my thought is that whatever happens with these Pokemon, I I do think that they need to be taken care of. And uh, well, honestly, I think that they should be trained and their growth should be studied so that we can have a better idea of what we're dealing with. Uh, Just like you know, I, I think that we should keep an eye on your Pokemon that have been uh, affected. Yeah, by definitely. This. So, I uh, well, I, I'm making a bit of an executive decision here. But uh, Pearl, Luca, why don't each of y'all take one of these, and I'll take the third, and we'll uh, train them like we would any other Pokemon, and we'll we'll see what happens. No offense, Detective. I would love that. That is my desire. However, <laughs> um. Don't you think they'd be better served by someone like Nichols with the, like, right equipment and stuff to really, really watch them? That's a... Like, all of them. Don't you think maybe Professor Nichols should take them? Um, well, I, uh, I suppose that's... This is that's... also one of the most unselfish moments of her whole career. <laughs> so can we take a moment? Because that's how selfishness works. <laughs> that, Acknowledge that, that I'm being very yeah, selfless that was right now. Uh, very selfless that she just did that because she does want that. That's a fair question as well. Professor, do you have a thought on the matter? Well, um, I certainly, with, you know, your, your clearance, of course, uh, uh, yeah, no, you've, you've got my clearance to do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, with your clearance, I definitely will be taking this information back to my lab and, and processing and, uh, looking at this hazer machine that we have here along with this variant vapor in the, the chamber that we've got here. And I mean, all, all of the tech in here is, is uh, kind of baffling to me here. <laughs> the the uh, uh, advances that have been made in the past We're 10 years. We're losing him, folks. We're losing him. Task um, at hand, mailbox. Uh, I am overwhelmed by the technological advances uh, that have happened in my absence. And it's going to take a, a bit of time for me to process all of this and really move forward with research. But... Luca, I know that uh, some of your Pokemon have been uh, affected by this vapor, and, um, uh, well, I want you to know that uh, I, I'm going to do what I can to see if I can reverse the effects, if, if that is what you want. I don't know at this point if this affects the long-term health uh, of the Pokemon who undergo this process, but whatever happens, I, I will be doing my best uh, to see if I can reverse this process. Uh, Pearl puts her hand on his shoulder and said, thanks, thanks, that means a lot. Of course. Metal box. Thoughts? <laughs> Regarding the metal box, I know that your Pokemon that were um, affected, afflicted, uh, I don't know if you have more plans to go adventure with them in the immediate future. Uh, yeah, no, Tufus isn't going anywhere. <sighs> yes, uh, that's, that's what I figured. But uh, any of the others... If you would like for them to stay with me and uh, I, I can study them and any time that you require them, I'll, I'll send them right back. But I could study them. And um, I think that if I had one uh, of these 
smaller ones here, one of the, the Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle, I could study with it. Do some basic training. I, I you know. I, you dabble. You got a I, little I, pup now. I, it's okay I, I dabble. to say it. I would not have training as our main focus, but I could certainly study it. Uh, okay. But I think getting that, somewhere. But I believe I only require one for that purpose. So if the two of you, if it's all right with you, Detective Reynolds, I am curious uh, how a Pokemon that is afflicted at this early stage of development, how it grows and moves forward. I would, I would like to keep tabs on that and uh, we could uh, record our findings. But I believe that for constant study in the lab, one will suffice, especially if I have access to their other uh, affected Pokemon. That sounds good to me. Pearl, Luca? Um, yeah, sounds great. Uh, and by no means, you don't don't feel pressured if, if you don't want the, the responsibility. Man, no, <laughs> she does not say that. <laughs> oh, man. If, if you don't want the, the pressure or the responsibility uh, of dealing with this, I, I also understand that, and that's perfectly You're fine. You're a great dream. If, uh, I will be honest, though, if Shabakadu does get too much for me to handle, I'll probably send it. He really thrives in a boarding school scenario. So what you just offered, I mean, like, he would love to learn some math from you. Oh, well, well, I, I from what I've seen of Shavakadu down in the, uh, in the safe house. I think he's got the maths covered. Uh, the like sciences, science. however. Yeah, he would love to learn science <laughs> from you. <laughs> okay, now the difficult decision. Who gets what? Um, Pearl looks at uh, Detective Reynolds with the box. Does this mean you're my grandpa now? I have no idea how you just made that jump. <laughs> you, Jonah, don't get that? Detective Reynolds has no idea how you just made that jump. But do you know how I made that jump, Jonah? Are you, are you the Gary? What? Are you the Gary Oak? I may be. I may be. <laughs> all right. She never said it, but we all know she doesn't say it. You're not the red. You're not the ash. You're, you're the Gary or the blue. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's, he's giving out starters. Oh, my gosh. Luca is the hero. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> the Charmander is dark. The Squirtle is fighting. The Bulbasaur is psychic. Okay, guys. Here's just real talk on the mic with, with SJ over here. Okay, I would love, love the Squirtle mm -hmm. because I would love to evolve it and then one day pummel that gym leader with a... Um, with a Blastoise? Yeah, that would be fun. Very good. Great arc there. <laughs> um, I would love the Bulbasaur. It I've always wanted a Bulbasaur, mm -hmm. but the eyeballs are a real turn off. <laughs> real turn off. And I also have Darla, but then the trouble with the Squirtle is I have plenty of fighting types. Mm -hmm. Plenty to go around there. Which leaves me thinking the Charmander. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pearl looks down at all the Pokeballs. She'll let everyone pick last. Maybe I won't. No, you pick first. Okay, 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 okay. No, you absolutely she, pick first. She looks at the Pokeballs, and she... Uh, we're going to psych out the audience. We're putting our hand on the eyeball. We're putting our hand on the little tan thing. We're putting our hand on the uh, little crescent, and then it's like a little beep, 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 beep. 
Okay, which one? Who wants to be a millionaire? Beep, beep. All right, who, who, uh, which briefcase is Howie Mandel in? <laughs> which, which briefcase is Howie Mandel in? Yeah, because it's a steel box. Little Howie Mandel is like, what will you do <laughs> inside this box? <laughs> deal or no deal? Deal or no deal? And Pearl's hand stops. And she goes, come here, Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> And she's going to pick the Charmander. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling you'd go for the Charmander. That little tiny devil. <laughs> I love Diablo deeply from the minute I saw him. Oh, little Diablo. Little Diablo. <laughs> you have chosen Diablo, Diablo the Charmander. Did you expect that good of a name that quickly? Not that quickly. No, Thank I you. thought we were going to have to come in That's on like the next one. I got one. my naming skills back because we're doing a late night. That's exactly right. You're, you're, you're most powerful for I nicknaming late at night. I am most powerful, yeah. Well, you didn't do what Luke is going to have to do because I don't know a nickname for this thing yet. <laughs> um, because I can't just go full Hypnotoad, but he does pick the Bulbasaur. Oh, Luca, I have to look at those eyeballs. <laughs> I can't not put those eyeballs on the podcast <laughs> long term. <laughs> He's like, it's just, it's so funky. And also, I don't have that many psychic types. I Pokemon. would name that Pokemon Bonnaroo. Good name. I have forgotten my naming powers. We've hit the 10 o'clock. We're, we're past the 10:30. Oh my god! They gosh. come alive. It's like Cinderella. And Professor Nichols says, "Well, all right. I, I suppose Michelangelo's sticking with me then." <gasps> Instant name, you lucky hound dog. She says. But as all three of you now hold the pokeballs of these <laughs> vapor variant starters, they're all standing on the lab floor in front of you. Aww. You with Diablo the Charmander, <laughs> Professor Nichols with Michelangelo the Squirtle, and Luca with maybe Bonnaroo the Bulbasaur. <laughs> that is where we will end this episode. Yay! What a great one. It was so funky, but I love this one. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello friends, Jonah here from Quest Company Jr. popping in to say that the show that you've just been listening to is part of the Podicon Go podcasting network, a group of independent creators committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that's family-friendly and fun for all ages. If you enjoy this show, be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform and show some love with a five-star rating and review. Every time you do, you are helping support the creation of more family-friendly content. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Postcard from Poor on Quest Company Jr. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company. The adult joke was, I want to wipe my butt with that log <laughs> every single night. And that was funny because it was a play on words with log. <laughs> it was good. That was a really good joke. Tempted to leave it just because it was so good. It was really funny. <laughs> Maybe put it at the end. I don't know how long, how long the kids can make it. <laughs> so- like at the very end, after the ukulele. After the ukulele. Yeah, that's wow. very, that was, those are for those very patient people the that get that really? good joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny joke. I may do it. We'll see.